Brighter here from Stopcast. I want to tell you all about the Stoppies. It's a fan-driven podcast award show. We have now extended the nomination period to October 16th. So go to www.stopcast.net to find out all the categories and how you can nominate your favorite podcaster and community member. Thank you for your support, and good luck. See ya! Double O Podcast. This is episode 11. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah. Ah, it's so quiet around here. Yeah, isn't it great? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I love when we have guests, but it's just so nice to go back and, and unwind once in a while. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, that feeling when you have like house guests stay over and you have a really good time with them and then all of a sudden they leave and, and you, you can go back to like readjusting the lampshade and like putting thing, the pillows back on the couch and you can sort of just get back to life and get back to with normal. No pants on. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, whew, we good to go, you know, and out. <laughs> so yeah, so it's cool and I think we needed to do this and I think it's important that we just kind of shoot the shit once in a while and not have a theme and not have a script and just let people hear how we interact. Yeah, and uh, we really don't have a script this week. I actually feel kind of naked. Yeah, I know. I'm literally staring at a Netflix screen. I, I <laughs> And I'm kind of excited about it, though. Like, I think it'll be fun to just whatever comes to mind. So. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we've got BlizzCon coming up. Oh, my God, next week. I can't believe that. Like, it just, it seems like only yesterday I was just asking for the time off. And it's like, you know, now I have to, you know, I was balancing my checkbook and making sure I had spending money and making sure my bills were paid. And I still have to get suitcases and figure out how I'm going to get to the airport. And it's, ah, it's too much. (laughs) Yeah, I still remember pressing that refresh button to get my ticket. And I didn't even really want to take it that badly because I have lots of fun just hanging out with people. But I just wanted to see what it was like. And it was really fun. I was in your personal refresh. Come on, take it. Come on, take it. Yeah, I didn't even know I was going until a month ago because that was with the whole coming out thing. And like yeah. I was so I was so on the fence for so long. And then the minute, you know, the coming out post went so well, there was just no question. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to BlizzCon. And then, <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't have the money for a ticket, but I did have the money for the flight. And then we, we got a stupid cheap hotel room thanks to Juvenate. And um, so everything else just kind of fell into place. And, and it's been like a roller coaster ever since that day. Like once I was able to determine, yes, I'm going, it's just been go, go, go and decide and buy and book and plane and yeah yeah so exciting and you you might actually find a ticket there that there's always people who have to leave and you're allowed to you know if you're not going give your ticket to somebody else although if wizards listening they might yell at me so i think somebody else mentioned that too like somebody said like i guess if you go at certain points of the day they either don't card you to make sure your name matches or they may get really lazy and just not even check they didn't check at all last year because when i went i went as jeffrey and I mean, I, I certainly don't look like a Jeffrey, and it was fine. Nobody cared. Do you need to write a coming out post? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I think that would kill people's hopes and dreams. I think they want to imagine that one of us is who we appear to be. <laughs> That'd be too much for some people. Like, ah, oh, 
But um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And there are people I've been gaming with for years that aren't even necessarily bloggers who will be there that we're long overdue to meet. So I hope I'll have something to do while you guys are like at the con. Like I, I don't want to. I'd like to think I can stay busy. It's L.A. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it though. Like I, it's cr- I don't even know what to do. Like I, I don't know. I've never done this before. I don't know what meetups are there. I, you know, I no. I think we're doing. I, I twisted nether. I think we were gonna go to. Yeah. Okay. We're doing the Wow Insider. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think there was talk of a curse one, but it's sort of invite only. Yeah, I don't remember when the curse one is. Okay. I think it might even be Friday at the same time as Twisted Nether, but I'm not oh. sure. Yeah, they were tweeting about There was something on Twitter about it, and they were like, tweet us for an invite. And I was like, me and Boston Pally. <laughs> yeah, they, they give out. Yeah, it's like a random draw, and there's lots of contests going on for those who want curse tickets. But I'll be happy just going to Wow Insider and uh, Twisted Nether. And then on Saturday, I'll either go, go tear up some dance floors or I'll go to the Hilton party. And last year, I didn't go to the Hilton party, and I was sad. But at the same time, I also went clubbing. And, you know, clubbing in L.A. How often do I get to go clubbing in L.A.? And oh, I had a really good time. Go. We need to go clubbing. That's... Yeah, I haven't been dancing in so long. Uh, my fr- a lot of my friends don't like to dance. Like, they're not really that kind of crowd. And I love to. Like, I'm the one you have to talk off a speaker at 2 in the morning. And... <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It actually surprises a lot of people because I'm usually pretty quiet. I'm not a party animal at all. But I love to dance. And I love music. And I know all the songs. And, uh, yeah, they, it's like they meet a different person. You know, whenever there's a stage, I'm up on that stage at the front. And I'm pushing everybody out of the way. I'm like, <laughs> look at me, everyone. Look at me. I'm actually looking forward to seeing that. Like, I think it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it'll be so much fun. I think it'll be the vacation where I'm the good girl for a change. <laughs> yeah. I drink too much and I like to dance, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't normally drink, but I, I actually had quite a bit to drink this past weekend. Um, are you familiar with the uh, Palmetto Rose? Yes. Okay. Well, she was in town. She has family in Milwaukee, and she turned 30 this weekend. And I took her out to dinner, and I took her out to a bar nearby. And um, you get a lot of free shit when you're British or when people think you're British. Like, So we went to this bar, and the bouncer didn't want to let us in because she didn't have her ID card. And I immediately went into Brit mode. I was like, oh, my friend's turning 30 today. Can you please let us in? And and he was like, come on. I mean, let us in. And we had a really <laughs> good time. And, and then I guess there's an English drink called a pim's cup or something like that i actually thought it was pimp's cup so i was like god that's a really crude name for a pimp's cup and then she's like no 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 no, no. pims pims and i was like oh so it's a good thing i didn't tweet i'm having pimp's cups because i would look stupid and then uh the what are they um i don't really know i know that it involves cucumber but you can get the cucumber as an optional garnish it's it seemed kind of orangey it kind of reminded me of an orange creamsicle is it like a cocktail or is it a shooter? Yeah, it's a cocktail. Okay. It was really good. And then she got hers with cucumber and then I didn't. And then they were also supposed to have an absinthe bar, but they didn't. And then when we brought it up to the bartender, he again thought we were both British because I was still faking it at that point. And he was like, well, we can make some for you. And I was like, sure. And they literally showed us how they make absinthe for people, um, which was crazy. It took like 10 minutes. And um, and then we had absinthe and had a really good time. And yeah, so I, I can drink. I just don't, I just don't get blitzed. I, I just, you know, know when to not do that 
Yeah, I don't usually either. I did when I was like a teenager, but I don't like throwing up. I feel like I'm going to die. Like there are two things that absolutely terrify me in life. One is being tickled and one is throwing. The other is throwing up. <laughs> no, it's really a feeling of impending doom. I must have been, well, I know for throwing up, I was traumatized as a kid. I got really, really sick. And for days, I was just throwing up bile and I burnt all my insides. Oh. And I get flashbacks to that whenever I'm going to be sick. So I just feel like I'm going to die. And How does tickling so, lead to impending doom? Uh, I don't know. I think it, that's just loss of control. I don't know. When I, when, I don't know why I'm so. Because when I was a little kid, I used to love being tickled. I don't remember any uh, kind of trauma there. But uh, no, I can't stand being tickled. And even accidental digging, like I've kicked doctors, and I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, tickling in general is kind of like it's cute for the first couple minutes, and then afterwards, like I can agree with you. It's like okay, it's very tiring. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. tiring. But I, I freak out. It's not even that I don't like it. It's I panic and. I don't, you know, I'll kick and I'll bite and I'll scream and it's just, it's not, I don't even laugh anymore. It's just like shrieking in pure terror. And now, of course, that I said it, someone's going to try and tickle me at BlizzCon and they will learn. Not wow. That. That's such a weird, I wouldn't have guessed that. Wow. Yeah, but I, I yeah, and it's just like these random fears because I'm not normally a fearful person. Like, I'm not afraid of spiders. I'm not afraid of snakes. I'm not afraid of really anything except for throwing up and being tickled. But anyway, what I meant was that, yeah, I, I'm usually pretty careful when I drink because I also have a fairly weak stomach when it comes to booze, so I stop when I start to feel sick, which yeah, is usually far before I'm crazy drunk. Yeah, the only times I've ever been drunk has been purely accidental, and usually when I know that I'm drunk, I usually take myself back home. Like, I don't stay out when I'm drunk. It's like, okay, Cinderella needs to go. She's going to act the fool, and I usually <laughs> go home, and I watch the Golden Girls, and I have some hot dogs that I put in the microwave, and then I feel better. And and the last time I was – I'd say the most drunk I'd ever been was actually last year. I was visiting some guildies in Florida, and I drank a whole bottle of Goldschlager. Um, which I love, but, and it was like a smaller bottle. So it wasn't the $30 normal size you see at the bar. It was like a $15 bottle and we were putting on makeup and drinking. And I, I was drunkety drunk, drunk. I had three way event sex with two guildies. I, I masturbated in her leather chair. I puked so hard. My nose bled. I was bad. And, um, it got to the point where I, I was sleeping on an air mattress and I normally sleep on my side, but I couldn't do that because the mattress would rock or it would fold into itself. So I had to sleep on my back like a pharaoh and put my hands on my chest. Um, and cause otherwise it would shake and I would get nauseous and I was so drunk. I don't even remember most of it. I remember the masturbating. I remember the vents, bits and pieces of the vent sex. Um, I remember the bed. I don't remember the makeup session or anything. I don't remember what we ate. Um, I just remember waking up the next morning and being miserable. <laughs> I'd never been that drunk in my life, and I never want to be. It was very, very scary. You make me seem pretty boring, though. I think, like, the most <laughs> drunk I was, I threw up a lot. I cried because I don't like throwing up, and then I fell asleep. I'm a, I'm a sleepy drunk. That's what makes me the kind of boring when I drink because I'll drink and I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And I'll drink some more and I'm like, oh, I don't feel so good. I'm going to fall on the ground fall asleep. No, I get really philosophical when I drink. Like I want to talk about God and graham crackers and, and just going off on tangents and um, I don't I'm like I, sober. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So um, where was I going with this? Okay, so the meetups. Are you bringing business cards? I'm thinking about it. I, I mean, I'm not a very active blogger anymore, but Last year, I met a lot of people who were looking for paladin blogs, and uh, you know, and I was 
at the time, I, you know, I was in a guild full of loggers, and they'd recognize my guildies, but they wouldn't recognize me. And they're like, no, oh, I'd really like to find a paladin blogger. Don't you guys know any paladin bloggers? And I'd be like, hello, I am a paladin blogger. <laughs> I just always And, and then, then I'd, like, have to ask for a pen, and then I'd have to, like, write, you know, and try and find paper somewhere. So I might just, you know, print out some cards. Not Nothing fancy, but just so I don't have to hunt down a pen and paper every time someone looks for a paladin blogger. I don't know. I just I always associate business cards with like pretentiousness, and I just I assume that nobody's gonna care like who I am or anything. Like I don't want to be. I just assume. I always imagine in my head that I'm gonna show up with business cards and I'm gonna offer one to someone, and they're gonna be like, "Who does this bitch think she is with her business cards?" You know, and I, so I'm gonna feel like such an asshole. And um, I don't know. Like I and especially because I I write about such random things now, where it's like you know I still touch on priests a little bit. I am doing the rift thing, but I'm also doing the rift thing for rift junkies. And then, you know, I'm writing about life and it's just like, I don't even know what I would, who I would aim my business card at. I don't even know. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I'll definitely bring them, but I'm probably going to be like really timid about giving them. Yeah, I'd probably just give them out to people who are looking for something specific. Yeah, I just, and like I said, I don't really know how that interaction would go down. Like, I don't want to just start conversations with stories about estrus. (laughs) hello like i don't know how that would go so i'll have to and it's kind of funny when you go to blizzcon too because for people who are really crazy about blizzard stuff they're not a lot of the people really aren't very in touch with the community Uh and so i'm come i I was going from the blogging community where i was fairly involved i knew pretty much everyone i assumed like all of blizzcon was like that everybody knew everybody else and i get there and you know they don't read any blogs they don't know anyone and i was like wow (laughs) this is a shock yeah, I, I definitely, I'm not going, I'm assuming nobody will know who I am, and I'm pretty sure it will probably stay that way, but I also imagine it being, <laughs> I also imagine being surprised, where I, I'll just casually drop my name, and be like, oh, I'm just Esther, so you're Esther, so I'll be like, oh, shit, and just, <laughs> I'm imagining that one person will secretly know who I am, and I'll just be doomed, and I'll be like, oh, God, so. Yeah, yeah. that didn't happen to me at all last year, even at the meetups. Everyone yeah. who knew like who knew me was all people that I also knew. Like yeah, either regular commenters or other bloggers and actually some of them I was I was actually going up to went up to them and I was like, I love your blog. Yeah, I, I'm actually I do have a list of people I'm dying to meet. Like I definitely want to meet Dawn Moore and I wanna give her a very big warm hug. Um I love her to pieces. Um who else am I looking forward to meeting? Um, Loader, of course. I'm looking forward to meeting him. In oh, yeah, he's really cool. He's really nice. I, I do want to be in the same orbit as Maticus. I just have to see the Maticus. I don't I don't need to really converse with it. I don't really need to linger with on it. it. <laughs> I just need to see it and be like, oh, that's – okay, bye. You know, just, and I, I'm sure I probably would shake his hand and things like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd love to meet Borsk. I think Borsk is a sweetheart. I'd love is to meet him. I believe so. Oh, yeah. Um, seems pretty I believe, cool. I don't I know believe, him that well, but... If I remember correctly, um, he got his pass from Brian. I guess Brian wasn't going and gave and gave Borsk his, Borsk his pass, I believe. Okay. So that's how I was told it went down. So um, so that's happening. Um, hmm. I know there's certain people I don't want to see. I know that. Um, I do want to meet Restokin. I think she's just adorable. Um, I, I would like to come in orbit with Baru at some point. Still not sure how that will go down. I imagine her throwing me in the pool dynasty style at some point. Oh, no. She's really sweet. Like She's, she's really short. She's like... I don't know, like maybe five foot two or something, and she's really, really adorable. She's I don't, well, she might may have changed since last year, but like she got like the shoulder length hair, and uh, she's so cute. Like she's just oh, I love Guru. 
Did you ever meet Vixen? I have not. No. Oh God. I don't think she did that last year. Vixen is the, okay. I love her, but she makes me feel like a Neanderthal. And I imagine like meeting her and starting off really strong and then just stuttering like an idiot. Like, so Vixen, let's talk about the complexities of the methodology of the. <laughs> she just realizes I'm an idiot and it just goes south. And um, so her, I would really love to meet her. Um, oh God, there was someone else who came to mind that I'm completely brain farting about. Um, Loader. Um, I just lost it. Damn. But yeah, there's quite a few people I'm really... Lanesta, I think Lanesta will be there. Um, oh, yeah. She's adorable. And I think she's cosplaying, too. Oh, awesome. I love cosplayers. Just I, I, wish, I, I, wish, I, I wish I could do things like that. But I have yeah. no talent whatsoever for anything that's artistic. Yeah. Josila will be there. I'm looking forward to seeing her. Um, hmm. I think that's about, I wish more of the Brits were going. Like, I would love to meet Gazimov and Pewter and, you know. And, and it's expensive for them, though. They oh, I'm, I'm sure. And it's um, probably, it's difficult. Like, I came from, I wasn't even overseas last year. I just I came from the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And it was rough. Like, I got really sick after BlizzCon. The entire time I was there, I was just kind of in a haze. Uh-huh. Uh, it's rough coming overseas for a weekend. So how was the weather? Uh, it was good. Yeah, okay. when I was there, like I wasn't. Sun- I don't think it was super sunny. I think maybe on the Sunday it was, but it was warm. I mean, I wore like a little dress, a cute little dress and sandals to the Wild and Sunny meetup, and I wasn't cold. Okay, yeah, because I'm still not sure. Like, I still like part of me wants to bring my boots. Part of me wants to bring sandals. You can bring boots to LA, even if it's not cold. Everybody there wears boots, unless the style has changed. But I was pretty shocked there. I go even in the summer, and people were wearing these nice fancy boots. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they like to be stylish there, whether it's weather appropriate or not. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So now, most people are just jeans and a t-shirt. I dressed up a lot last year, and I. Just because I like dressing up when I go out. That was pharmacy school trained me to do that. And, uh, yeah, I had a good time. But you can just wear whatever you want and just be yourself. And that's the beauty of being a geek and going to BlizzCon. It's just, everyone's just themselves. Yeah, I think I do want to put a little bit of thought into it. You know, I don't want to be a disappointment. <laughs> They're like, ew, that's, that's, you know. Yeah, um, me too. I And I'm looking at all my clothes and I'm like, I haven't bought new clothes since BlizzCon last year, but I'm trying <laughs> to pay back my debts and trying to cut down on spending. But then all my cute outfits, everybody saw them last year. Yeah, and I, like to, I like to dress up and go there. That was, you know, pharmacy school was drilled into me about, you know, everybody dressed up really nice and like, everyone was dressed to the nines all the time and I've gotten into doing that and I take you know it's a lot of fun to get ready to go out and I'm like oh I guess I'm gonna have to wear jeans and a Diablo 3 t-shirt yeah I was really worried about like I didn't know how much money to bring like I had a budget when I first started and then some things came up that I had to pay for and so I was like you know I think I think by the time I get on the plane I should have about $500 and then if I have to I can tap into my credit card and get like an extra 200. Um unless you plan on going shopping during the days while everybody's at the con, uh you probably won't spend very much. Uh, okay. There's not much shopping in Anaheim. There's like okay. the odd souvenir store for Disneyland and that's pretty no. much it. And unless you're planning to go to Disneyland, which no. gets very pricey, there's not really anything to spend your money on. Yeah, no. <laughs> like food. There's pretty much just food. Yeah. Taxis, maybe if you want to go places. I probably will end up needing a mani and a patty at some point. So I don't know if I'll get that done beforehand or after. But 
Um, I don't anticipate paying too much for drinks, especially with how many people offered to buy me drinks, um, which I feel kind of sleazy taking advantage of, but they offered. So what can I do? Um, yeah. So what are you doing in game now? Like, where are you at? Uh, I'm started leveling a priest, but I don't have a whole lot of free time because I work 60 hours a week. So. And you're raiding? Uh, when I can. Okay. What are, where's your guild at right now? <laughs> where I still at my <laughs> It's just really difficult because we're all shift workers, so whether or not we're going to be there for a night is, you know, it changes every week. We never have the same comp, and so it's just really difficult. It takes us a long time to get two rags. We don't extend our lockout because that would just be insane, but Mm -hmm. we're also getting kind of tired. Like, the regular normal modes are boring, Mm -hmm. and they don't even feel much easier. It's just, I think it... Yes, yes, I know that they did nerf them considerably, but I think because we know that they're nerfed, we're just not caring. Mm-hmm. So, you know, half of the raid is alt-tabbed out chatting. So, yeah, we wipe just as much since the nerfs as before. We probably make way more stupid mistakes just because we're not engaged and we don't care, which makes it really difficult because by the time we get to rags, nobody's concentrating anymore. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's shitty. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the nerfs. It really sucks. I'm actually not raiding anymore. At all, huh? Even with Rift? Yeah. Well, I, I wrote a post about it the other day. Um, the problem is that Rift has, they, they kind of did some mixed messaging there. They, one thing that's really good about Rift is they've made it so that more people can be healers. Like you can be a mage healer. There's three different specs of cleric. You can be, you can be a support rogue and do healing. There's a support spec of cleric where you can do healing. The problem with that is that you don't need as many healers to get through the content now. And, and I think it's also a compliment to the healers that we have because they're all amazing. Um, but I'm bored. I, you know, I think the last couple of raids I did, I didn't really do any Anything more than like keep a hot on the tank, maybe a shield, and like some people would be okay with that. But like I need to feel like I'm contributing, and um, I, I don't think we need the healers as many healers as we have. Um, and when I tried voicing that and I, I tried saying that, it didn't really get the best reaction, um, and it led to me being demoted and then being kicked for a brief period of time. <laughs> um, and then I was invited back to the guild, but they were like, "What? What do you want to do? Like, do you can you commit to the raid schedule or can you not?" And I basically said, "If you're going to take the number of raiders that you're." taking i have nothing to do i i don't want to raid like i could be doing other things with my time and being bored in a raid instance so um so they have begun recruiting another healer to sort of replace me um which again i don't think they need um and i was very polite about it but i um you know if there was a time and i can still sign up for raids as a casual member like i can come if i if they have room um they're not you know they're not obligated to take me or anything but i can still and i can go to like the 10 mans if i want to but i'm not required to be there the two days a week um but yeah i just i was bored and i you know so i don't enjoy that so um so temporarily i don't see myself raiding for a while why do you, why do you run with so many heels is just your guild is overly cautious or is just that how that's how rift is I don't know. They they feel that they like. I had a conversation with Ava about it because Ava's one of our co GMs, so to speak. And I and we had a very nice conversation about it. And I was just like, we don't need them. And I don't know. I don't know if they feel they need more. I don't know if it's a cautiousness thing. I really wasn't given an explanation. I was just you know politely told that they do disagree with that assumption and um, and they are going to find another cleric then or you know healer and um, and that's cool. I I mean they're doing big things right now, so that's great. But um, I, there's just nothing to do. Um, 
I've thought about coming back to WoW. I definitely am really interested in 4.3. Um, I don't know. I don't know what guild I'm going to be in. I don't know. Um, I don't have any real solid plans. Part of me wanted to come back in PvP. That sounded kind of fun for a while. Um, I don't know. It just sounds interesting. So everything's kind of up in the air right now. Yeah, my yellies have talked me into Star Wars. I don't know how that's oh, going to go. No. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big science fiction fan, and I, I enjoy Star Wars, but, you know, I enjoy watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. And um, and when I finish with WoW, I'm, I'll be finished with MMORPGs for a while. I'll want something completely different. You know, the whole go collect, go kill ten wolves and come back and get some XP concept. It's, it's, I, I like it, but it's, I need a break from it. You know, I've been doing this nonstop for so long that whether, you know, whether it's in, on spaceships or whether it's a medieval setting or, you know, whether it's in a jungle or whether it's, you know, in a desert, it's all the same to me. So I think the next, I, I either I'll be a while before I get serious again about a game or, the next game I'll get serious about will have to be something completely different, but you know, I think it might be fun to level a character in another setting, and uh, all the Gidleys who are going to Star Wars, all the people that I get along best with, so it, it would be fun. And the guild that they're joining, though, raids way too early for me to, you know, if I apply to that guild, I'll be like, look, I'm never raiding with you guys, because you raid in the middle of the afternoon, and some of us have to work. But, um, yeah, they all seem like really good people, so yeah, it might be fun to do something different for a while. Yeah, that was part of the reason I wanted to try PvP, because that was the one thing I've never really done before. And, you know, they always say that Insanity is doing, you know, the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And, you know, I just feel like I keep putting myself in situations that end the same. And and I think part of it might be because it's PvE. Like, I just constantly, like, I left WoW started playing Rift, and I immediately went back to PvE. Um, and I, I just have never known anything other than that. And even when I was really burned out in WoW, I just kept doing the same thing over and over again, knowing it wasn't going to end well, knowing I wasn't going to have a good time, but that's just really all I knew how to do. Um, and I went from guild to guild and faction to faction and PvE, PvE. And that's just the one thing I've never tried. I've never seriously done PvP before. Um, and, you know, from talking to Sinwise and talking to other people who seem to really enjoy it, you know, maybe it's the thing maybe that could be my thing like you don't have to have a set schedule you can sort of log on when you want to and you know pvp guilds or pvp groups tend to be less political so you're not having to worry about you know the you know everything of the behind the scenes of a guild and it just seems like it might be a good fit for me Mm -hmm. um so uh and palmetto rose actually is in a pvp guild um and she was telling me about how her guild works and it just sounds really refreshing to me and almost nomadic in a way like just kind of you know vagabond kind of lifestyle and and i was like that could be kind of fun and and i part of me wanted to resubscribe and then assuming we have like a month or two until the next patch hits i could sort of use that time as like boot camp to like get good (laughs) and then you know do like some rated bgs or just do some normal bgs or do some arena and um you know who knows that could be really fun so i'm kind of kind of poking around like i'm just seeing how how i'm asking a lot of questions and seeing how it goes and seeing if it might be a good fit for me and um, it's it's enticing. I, I will say that. Yeah, I've been thinking actually of doing that with Star Wars because Star Wars. I, mean, I haven't been too much into the info about the game. I'm not one of these people who goes and reads everything. I like to experience 
games as they come. So yeah, even I won't even read the box. If I buy a new game, I'll just start playing it. And but from what I'm hearing, it seems like their PvP is pretty developed, and there's there's going to be a lot of it. So I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe I could you know, give me something to do with my guildies, and I won't have to, you know, I, I, I you know, even if when I'm by the time I log on, if they're all you know gone to bed and there's just a couple people left and I'll still be able to play with them and so yeah that might be something to look at and I think that you know and I'm really the kind of personality who would like PvP because I'm very strategic and I like things that are fast paced and I like having to I like being backed into a corner and having to think oh my goodness what do I do now and PvE kind of doesn't really do that for me anymore mm-hmm. yeah I just like to kick ass pwn <laughs> <laughs> so, those noobs or heal it, you know, in that case. Um, I don't know. Star Wars does not interest me. I was never – I was always a Star Trek fan. I was never a Star Wars fan. So, you know, I, I mean, it's a, it's a good series. I've certainly seen all of the movies. I understand the, le- the legend status behind Star Wars, and I respect that. But I, there's just nothing about it that makes me want to – do it consistently, I guess. Like I have no desire to, you know. I don't. I don't get into the Jedi thing. I so I, I can't say that's me. But yeah. But I know a lot of people are very excited. And actually, my guild and Rift, they have. Um, they're kind of under like an umbrella, so to speak. So it's like a coalition called Drunk Tank Gaming, basically started by Avalana and some friends, and um, and they have guilds in different games. So like if you want to play League of Legends, you, I, be- I believe you can go play under a guild under their banner. Um, and then they have a Star Wars guild, and they have a Minecraft guild, and you can sort of do all of these things with people in the Drunk Tank Gaming family. Um, and I know they're really looking forward to doing a Star Wars thing, so I'm curious to see. Um, who goes to that. And I'm also curious to see if it keeps people. Like, I know it's going to attract people, but it's another to keep them. Um, so I'm going to be looking at that pretty closely to see how that pans out. So we've been busy with other shows. You were on the All Things Edible show. Yeah. What was that? It's a cooking podcast because, well, my third passion is food, as <laughs> blog readers might be aware of. I love to eat, and I love to eat good food. And um, it was while I was doing this challenge um, where we were all making wow recipes. I was tweeting a lot about it, and then I got an invitation. They were, it was from Xander saying, hey, you want to come on our show and talk about food? And uh, so I was there last weekend, and the show should be up this weekend. But it was it was very fun. I don't get to talk about food very often. And my friends are all either not interested in cooking, but like not at all. To them, their idea of cooking is, you know, putting a hot dog in a bun. And <laughs> And the other half of my friends are way too hardcore for me. You know, they're the ones who'll be up all night inventing crazy stuff and making, you know, six layer cakes and stuff. So it was nice to talk about cooking to someone who is, you know, about around the same level as I was and who kind of likes the same things and and um, we talked a lot about eating healthy and, and things like that because I am a pharmacist so that's a lot of my job is telling people to eat properly so uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun Speaking of food, um, did you submit anything to uh, Seraphis? Started something called the Gamer's Cookbook. Have you sent him any recipes? No, I had not heard about that. Yes, he's been trying to get recipes for like months now. I don't know if he still is dedicated to it, but he was looking for things for a while. And I tried, uh, I, I kept meaning to send him my taco dip recipe, and I just never got around to it. But um, 
that could be something you're interested in. I think the guys from Edible tried inviting me too, and I was just very. I was like, I don't cook. I was like, I don't know what I would talk about, and and they were like, it's okay, you like to eat, and I was like, no, I'm just gonna feel stupid, and oh, so. Yeah, I did a podcast. I did the Rift Riders. Um, that's yeah, the one on girl gamers. Yeah, they, well, they, the, they, the podcast isn't, but that episode was right. Right, there were two parts to it because they had so many girls who wanted to do it, and um, the first one was a little rowdier. Like they had more girls. Ava was there. It was a good show. Ours only had three people, and Ava ended up being sick, so it was just Brig and me and two other girls. Um, one of them being Luffy, who I adore. Um, the the other was a girl I'd never heard of who had really bad sound issues. And for like the first 15 minutes, I wanted to strangle her. I was like, fix your shit. And then and then she fixed it. And she was really, really cool. And then I kind of felt like an asshole for saying that. <laughs> like for the first couple minutes, you can hear me kind of losing it. Like, sweetie, that's you. That's you. And, you know, not being polite about it. But we had a really good talk. I just felt like it was very weird because um, I'm trying to think how to word it. Um I, I think a lot of people went into it expecting it to be something else. And we actually had one person who was supposed to be on the show with us who bowed out because for various reasons. I don't know if she thought that it was too coarse or it wasn't really respecting women or whatever. But we were all pretty much in the same boat that we're not – we're kind of – I don't want to say we're the anti-feminist, but we're not the typical feminist, I think. Like there are a lot of things that you know certain women get very upset about that don't really phase us and that we – the moral of the story or like the the summary of the episode was that we want to be treated as equals and that we don't you know we don't get up we don't get hung up on certain things that other girls get hung up on and and we also don't have a problem with the word girl um i know that was an issue too of break was like can we call you girls and we were like why wouldn't you and i guess there's a certain subsection of gamers who do not want to be called girl gamers and I guess that's a big can of worms, too. So it was just really weird kind of debunking all of these stereotypes. I kind of like being called a girl. Like, when you're a woman, it's like, you're old. I don't yeah. really, I don't think of myself as a woman. Like, when I think of a woman, I think of my mother. Although, you know, my mother was my age when she had me. But I still, like, no, I'm not old enough to be a woman. Yeah, I brought that up, too. <laughs> to me, it kind of it feels like ma'am. Like, when you go somewhere, and it's like, ma'am, can I take your bags? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. The first huh? time someone called me ma'am or madame, because it was in French, I was just like, what? I think I was about 19. And I'm like, no! No, I'm not a madame! <laughs> Very offended. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Them Or when guys, like I know a lot of guys, for some reason guys like to refer to us as females. Like, yo, I met this female at the club, and it just sounds so National Geographic. Like, female, <laughs> really? Or, you know, I don't know. It sounds like you said too proper. Too. Some feminist bloggers tend to do that female gamers and i know i said it too just because it seems to be the like least offensive word but yeah there i, I was doing reading some fan fiction once and that was my criticism of him he was talking about some women or girls or like you know female characters but he was mm-hmm. like and in his turn of sense he was he's talking about like a you know, they're being attacked by a tiger and the tiger turned on the females and i was like you're talking about these noble – your characters are fairly <laughs> noble, yet you're calling them females as if they were animals. Like it's <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. I, I was, And like I said, the basic point of the show was that we just weren't as offended by certain topics as others are. And, um, you know, we all felt very empowered as women, and we really didn't see an issue with certain things. And um, I, don't, I don't know if that's what people were looking for. Like I, I, I imagine that certain people were expecting to listen to the show and, and maybe relate to us a bit more. And we're maybe expecting a different kind of feminist outlook, but I think we all represented ourselves pretty well. Um, so it was fun. 
Um, and then I'm actually doing a show on Wednesday. Um, I'm doing another episode of the Holy Shat podcast, which is really fun. Um, and then I did the G-Kick podcast. Did I tell you about that? I knew you were going to be on it because you were that recording that one right after our show, but I don't know how it went or anything. G-Kick went really well. They're a really good group. Have you dealt with them at all? Or? No. No, I don't yeah. know them at all. Yeah, they're really, really cool. It's actually one married couple, one non-married couple, um, and I think there's an odd person out, but I could be wrong. And they're all really, really sweet. And they actually have um, – they let you choose your own music because um, the show does run kind of long, so they take two breaks, and then you get to pick what songs are playing during the break, which is really cool. So it lets you kind of put a little bit of your personality into the show. And um, and they were really fun, and uh, we had a good time, and they named the episode, you know, the one with Estrus's cupcakes. <laughs> and then they made a joke about my light well in the in the show like when you go when you go to click on the episode on the website it said click here for the light well and it was very very cute um so that was a good time i had a lot of fun with that so it's nice to see us getting out more you know so what did you think of the shows we did what did you think of the parenting show and the tank show and the healing show what did you what were your thoughts on those um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, those things are pain to edit, which <laughs> kind of sucks as a reaction. But, um, as the show themselves are a lot of fun, it's harder. I find it's hard with two hosts, both you and me, because well, you tend to talk more than I do. So I'm like, well, you know, I could go have a coffee, come back. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like the way, because when there's so many people sitting in the room, it is more difficult. I know that was one of your concerns was that... You wouldn't be able to manage it. And I'd say, oh, you know, the Raid Warning podcasts, when they do their roundtables, they've got like 13 people and they do all right. But it is difficult to manage that many people at once. I kind of felt like I was tanking. Like, that's almost how it felt. <laughs> I was keeping, like, I kept the window open and the window where you can see all of the squares. And I would literally, like, take a note of who had answered a question. So I'd be like, I have aggro on you and you. You haven't answered a question. I'm going to throw some aggro on you. And that's literally what it felt like. Like, I was just going around and, and like, a rotation and making sure that each person had, like, their little conversational debuff on them. And, uh, <laughs> and it was, that's pretty much how it felt like. And, I like uh, that. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, you're a natural. You could uh, make a career out of that. <laughs> it was fun. I think it, what was interesting to me is how, you know, I, I went into these shows, and I, I have to admit there were certain people that I expected to sort of steal the show. And then when the show was actually done, there were other people who surprised me and ended up being the surprise star of the show. Um, like I went into it going, oh, this person's going to have a lot to say, and it's going to be wrong. And then maybe somebody else took the microphone over in a good way and maybe said some things I didn't expect. So it was really cool to see who lived up to my expectation of being the star of the show and maybe who didn't or maybe who surprised me. And yeah, and that's one of the charms of getting people who we aren't on the front cover of all the other podcasts. So we got people that, you know, we knew knew a lot about their class, but they weren't as vocal and they weren't around as much. And that mm -hmm. way we, you know, it, it's a bit of a gamble. Maybe they're super quiet and they won't say anything and we won't be able to get them to talk at all. But maybe they might reveal themselves to be extraordinary talkers and have lots of really interesting things to say. So I think that was really fun. That we, I thought we got to discover a few people and um, get, you know, discover things that we wouldn't, about people that we wouldn't have known otherwise. 
Yeah, like I know at the parenting episode, I really expected it to be more warm and fuzzy. And I'm not saying that it was cold. Like, I'm not saying anything like that. But I really expected it to be, you know, more like, well, we love our children. We don't have any. Mm-mm. And I was really amazed at how really real they were. And they, they really were candid and let us in. Yeah, I was really surprised, too, at how candid everybody was. Like, I wasn't expecting them to be that direct and, like, talk about, you know, yeah, this is really challenging. And that although it's... um. I spoke with Fannin's wife afterwards, and she said she was listening to the us recording the podcast, and she was laughing the entire time. <laughs> Apparently, all the advice that people give, it's harder to follow than it <laughs> than it is to give. Yeah, I think it's also. I mean, I I think one thing I was really proud of is that we got. I think everybody we wanted. Like I, you know, I'm still amazed that we attract the guests we do because I'm convinced no one wants to be on our show. <laughs> you know, I always, I always imagine when I ask somebody that they're just not going to be interested and they're not going to say no. And and we've been really lucky. Like I think the only people who ever turned us down. It was either due to scheduling or it was just due to, I remember the Gold Queen was a little bashful about coming on the show. Um, but other than that, I think just about everybody we've asked has been game to do it. And that's really cool. Yeah, um, I think our biggest uh, guest dealer are raids because it's difficult to schedule around a raid time, especially when you do the round tables. Yeah. The round tables, yeah. I found that is the scheduling nightmare because you want to get five, six gamers together. You know, if nobody raids on the same night, it's impossible to get everybody together in one night. Like, it was really surprising that we were able to do it. Three plus times. their schedules, plus the time zones, plus, yeah. 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 I mean, and it's really funny because, like I said, you know, Sunny or Bear was supposed to be our druid. She couldn't make it because of the raids. And then I know we wanted Tybin initially, and then Tybin had to raid Sunday, too. Um, and it was just, oh. And then I know for druids, for the tanks, I had asked Resify originally, and then she didn't get back to me. So we went with Ariel, a riff maker. And it all worked out for the best, though. I, I can't say there was a moment where I thought it wasn't going to pan out. I, I was just amazed we got Loader. I was like, holy shit shit like he could be on any i always have that attitude of this is loader this is fucking loader he just got put on that card for god's sake <laughs> that was the day it got revealed it's like this guy could be doing anything in the world and he's with uh, oh my god well, he actually yeah. asked us if he could be on the show pretty much yeah because shamans were really hard to find um yeah and he was all like oh i don't recall being asked <laughs> so i asked him Exactly. And then I remember, and really, it was either him or Vixen, who, again, I adore the Vixen, no questions asked, but, you know, Vixen tends to be the authority already. And we we did want somebody more off the cuff. And and we really did try. Like, I just, I didn't even, and I remember even blowing up Twitter, like, shamans, please, shamans. People offer their shamans, but none of them rated or some, was like, well, I have a level 20 shaman out that I've run a couple of five hands with. Like, well, I really appreciate it. We got that a lot, actually. Like, there were some people that just didn't understand the concept. Like, they were like, I have a level 85, and I've done dead mines a couple times. I'm like, no, you need to be a raider. Or it's the ones where it's like, I have a warrior, and I think about raiding with them. Does that count? And it's like, no. And I would just get these really ludicrous responses where it's like, guys, I need an active raider. Not you used to, not you could, not you would, not you're going to current raider and then that eliminated a lot of the, the yeah <laughs> i think there is a lot to say about leveling as a class and running five mans it's just our focus wasn't that 
Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we wanted Borsk as well, but then he had to raid again Sunday night as well. And they were on the peak of some big fights. So I think they were looking for some guild firsts. Yeah. So that didn't work out. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was scheduling, but it all turned out really, really well. Like I, I'm just kind of glad we're still here. Like <laughs> Episode 11, you know, certain, you know, some podcasts have either taken hiatuses or aren't here anymore. Like I'd like, it's good to know that we're lasting. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And when we started this, I was like, you know what, we'll, you know, we'll just try, see what happens, you know, it might be fun. And yeah, we've been going like at this for like, what, almost six months now. We don't record every week we record you know once every two weeks sometimes a little bit longer but we've kept at it and it's still a lot of fun we still have lots of ideas for shows and i think with the concept of our show where we tend to focus on one topic at a time it would have been really difficult to keep the stamina to do it once a week plus with my schedule i would never be able to edit (laughs) yeah it's it's i think the thing that that constantly amazes me is how interested people are like there are people where if like let's say we record on one day and a certain amount of time has passed i will get a tweet going where's the show i'm looking for the show it's not on itunes where's the show and i'm like it'll it'll come out don't worry thank you (laughs) a couple days later i checked itunes and it's not there and i forget listen to the last five episodes and i need my fix where is it and I'm just like, I, I don't know. What? Like, I just didn't think people would care. Like, I didn't think there would be interest there. I thought we could sort of, you know, I just assumed that people wouldn't have that desire to hear us so that we weren't that swell. And, like, it's really amazing sometimes how people really are on it. And God forbid we don't have that show ready or or God forbid the link doesn't work and iTunes doesn't pick it up. We catch hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone comes to me, I'm like, shut up. I'm busy, okay? It'll be ready. When it'll be ready. <laughs> you're sort of like the mean mommy of the duo. I'm the one that's like, it'll be here. Don't worry. And you're the one that's like, little bastards. <laughs> I just wish there was a way to, I guess iTunes doesn't keep track of anything like that. Like, I would love to see how much we get from iTunes, really. Um, yeah. I, I don't think there's any way to do that. No. That, not that I'm aware of. You can see which shows are more popular than others. Sh- well, with episodes are more popular than other episodes, but like how many listeners and how often we get listened to. Actually, we could probably, not through iTunes, but um, I could ask our host, like the guy who hosts our, all of our files. He tells us how many hits we get, how many times people listen to the show. I still wish we could change our picture on iTunes. I know, me too. And I tried to do everything you're supposed to do and, like, go and change it in WordPress and all that. And now it hasn't picked up on it. Hmm. I'm not happy with it, but it's just one of those things that kind of gnaws at me when I I go to look at it. If there are any iTunes gurus out there, get in touch with me. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to have your advice. (laughs) Give me your guidance. Yeah. So, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. So we got BlizzCon. We've got... Did you hear about the new companion pet scandal? No. Oh. I, well, I, I saw Darth Reed just ask us what we thought about it on Twitter, but I, uh, yeah, I don't really follow the news. Tell me tell about you? the scandal. Yeah, okay. I love hearing I, about scandals. Well, I have a post about it, actually, so I will plug <laughs> myself a little bit. But, okay, so Blizzard has decided that they're going to release a new pet. It's like a guardian cub or something like that. It looks kind of like a winged mount or whatever. Um, the catch to it is, is that it's bind on, I think bind on a, 
find on character. So like, let's say you have five tunes that all of five of your tunes can't use that one pet. You have to spend $10 for each of your characters to get that pet. Um, the other catch is it's not bind on pickup, so you can trade it and you can also sell it on the auction house. So this is leading people to go, oh, my God, Blizzard is condoning gold farming. It's going to ruin the economy. And Blizzard's aware of it. Like, there's a question in the Q&A that's like, you know, you do know that people are going to sell this. And, and Blizzard's like, you know, we are fine with people making a small amount of cash for, you know, a short-term transaction. Um, we prefer this over gold farming and all this stuff like that. And people, like, flew into a rage over it and you know just these catastrophic prophecies of you know the economy is going to go to shit and it's going to you know gold will become trivial and all of these things and it really just kind of took over today so yeah I'm um, post now it's yeah, I think it's well I don't think the pet itself worries me what would worry me is this is kind of you know they're taking one step further to selling gold themselves every time they do something like this, which kind of sucks, but at this point of the game, like, I don't think they could mess up <laughs> anymore than it already is. Like, it's such an old game that, like, who cares anymore? But, um, I don't think that many people would buy the pet off the auction house. You know, if you can buy a pet for $10, you know, and you really, really want the pet, you'll want to <laughs> buy it. And if you, you know, or if you really, really want the pet, you'll buy it off the auction house too, but you'll do that once. For care. I don't think there'll be enough people who want a pet that badly for it to screw up the economy. Okay, you must not, you must obviously not be friends with like serious pet collectors. Like I know people who will like level tunes the opposite faction to get pets. Um, I know people who will go through, you know, mind numbing achievements to get a pet. But people do they do the pets on every single character? And it's also not the majority of the WoW population. Yeah, okay, I'm sure there's a couple hundred really serious pet collectors out there. But what percentage of that is the general, you know, wow's population is like that. That's a good point. I guess the only thing I found really interesting was that, I, you know, I think it was really surprising for people to read about is that I'm all for gold farming. I don't necessarily agree with the illegal aspects. Like I don't agree with the hacking and I don't agree with the, you know, the stealing of accounts and, and the shade and the spamming and trade chat and things like that. But I, my main argument is that what does all of that gold really get you? Like, does it really make you better as a player? You know, you might be able to buy a mech chopper or you might be able to make the vial of the sands or whatever, but it's not going to help you in heroic Ragnaros. It's not going to make your arena team turn into gladiators. And, and you know, a lot of the thing I've been broke through most of my WoW career. I've been poor as can be. And I've done some really great things. And I've seen a lot of content. I have a lot of rare items. I have a legendary. I didn't get any of those things because people thought I was rich. And, you know, when you apply to a guild, they don't ask you how much gold you have. Like, that's not a determining factor as to whether or not you're able to go to raids or not. And I just think at this point, you know, it's 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 something that improves your comfort of living, but it doesn't make you better. And um, I think it's just fluff at this point. Like, I think gold has sort of turned into more of a vanity thing. And um, I don't understand. And if gold selling were done a lot more in a more ethical way, I'd probably do it. I wouldn't be opposed to dropping $50 and getting some gold and making myself something flashy. You know, it, it, to me, it doesn't mean anything like that. Yeah, I uh, see that like that now. Um Maybe six years ago when WoW was still fairly new, I wouldn't say it like that. Because back then, you know, getting gold was actually a big deal, and you actually had to work towards it. But now it's, yeah, it's it, it, it's not the same. It's just, 
Yeah, if you have more gold, it's like, well, okay, you played the auction house a little bit better, or maybe you had more time to farm. Yeah, I mean, especially going back in the day, like, I mean, I can see what you're saying in the past, because, like, you, you know, you could buy everything you needed for Aldor or Scryer, you know, you could buy all those things and, and maybe get your rep a little faster, you know, but even then, those were very minute quality of life changes, you know, I would even venture to say that even back in the day, it wasn't that much of a determining factor, and... Well, um, I, to me, a lot of the fun of the game goes with the planning, and, like, I liked having to find flasks for raids and different potions and different things to um, sharpen my sword with and things like that. And that was, and the farming and the work was towards the raiding was a lot of the fun. And if you just handed it to me by you know, giving me gold, it would have taken a lot away from the game. But now you don't have to do any of that stuff anyway. So it's like, okay, well, you have a lot of gold and a lot of gold. It doesn't change as much. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of where I where I'm at right now as well. And I think it's just really kind of overwhelming to see the, you know, a lot of the comments I got was that you know it's over and people were just losing their minds. And it's like I don't see the economy crashing because of this. And I don't. I just thought a lot of people were maybe going overboard with the panic, and um, I really couldn't sympathize. And like I said, I've been poor forever, and like you know, I I think there's and you know there's just some things I think that money can't buy. Like not to sound like a credit card commercial. But, you know, having thousands of gold does not get you to stand out of the fire. It doesn't make you know how to play your class. Like if it, and, and I've played games where it has. Like I played Magic the Gathering where, you know, an expansion came out every month and you were expected to buy a certain amount of packs and have these new cards the moment they came out. And if you didn't, you really were lesser for it. You yeah. really were at a disadvantage. I've played games like that, so I know what it's like to really suffer for not having money, real money. That's a shitty feeling. Um, a game like this, where that's not even an issue, it doesn't really phase me. Um, and I think if you have played games like that, you'll be able to tell the difference, and you'll be like, yeah, that's that's a difference. This isn't really the same thing. Yeah, I think WoW does a pretty good job of making things fine on pickup. Yeah, and the best things you get in the game, you actually have to work towards. Um, although, well, right now, see, so yeah, gold buying doesn't really phase me too much because well, it's a six-year-old game. Seriously, you know, I play half-ass right now. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's not what it used to be. Like, you don't have to work as hard towards certain things. Gold doesn't make as much of a difference. You're not as proud. You know, back then, you know, I remember, like, leveling up and being so proud once I reached one gold. I'm like, yeah, one gold, woohoo! And, you know, now my level 20 character that I didn't even send gold to, you know, just by walking around treating quests, quest, she's got, like, 10 gold. So, yeah, it's just, it's, gold doesn't have the same value as it used to, and it doesn't buy you the same things, and there's not that same amount of pride attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's a shame for people who really enjoy playing the auction house, though, who, like, that's their metagame is trying to find the best ways to make gold because like they don't have anything to bench their success by because it's like, oh, well, I made a million gold, but eh, the same as someone who spent 50 bucks. So it might, be, it might suck for them, but... It's funny that you mentioned that because I was totally waiting for like Marco to say something. <laughs> I mean, he's normally so chatty on Twitter with all of his businesses. And I know when this came out, I was like, what does he have to say about this? Because I know he makes a lot of gold and, and him and the Gold Queen. And they were both strangely silent on the matter. So I don't know if they were like hanging themselves over this or like what was going <laughs> on. But like I, they, those are the people I really, really wanted to hear from. And um, I would and say I Marco is being pro or something. 
he supposedly sold his blog for 50k. Did you read about that? No. Yeah, he was tweeting a lot of things last week about, you know, I sold my blog for 50,000. You too, you can too. And I'm like, get out of here. And and I'm reading it and yeah, he's he's indicating that he sold just my two copper for $50,000. Nice. Good for him. Can you imagine what I <laughs> Imagine if we tried to do that. We would get, <laughs> we would get like five loonies, some chapstick and some stuff. <laughs> That's all we'd get. And yeah. Well, yeah, I'd probably get a couple of you know, pats on the back, and I don't think I don't think anybody would want my blog. I mean, I don't. Well, it's he makes money off of his blog. Like his blog is his business. Yeah. Uh, I don't make any money. Like I don't make a single penny off my blog. I don't want to yeah. put ads on it. It's not that I disagree with it. It's just that's not. If I was focusing on the money aspect, like, you know, if I was blogging for money, I wouldn't enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. to me, blogging is what I do for not work. That's my not work stuff. I don't pay towards blogging like I don't have my own host or anything and I don't put ads on my site that's but it's not that I'm against it it's just if I did that I wouldn't enjoy blogging but you know if other people do that you know all the props to them and you know there are people who make their living off their blogs and that's great you know that's that's their that's their job and they're you know contributing to the economy and that's awesome yeah, I have I pay for hosting for mine, but that was only because the theme I wanted couldn't be used on regular WordPress. Um, and there were just other features as well, like you couldn't use Google Analytics if you weren't self-hosted. Yeah. Or so I was told. Um, so I went to that, and I pay. I mean, mine's stupid cheap. I think I pay thirty dollars a year, so that's not bad. Yeah, at I don't. All. Think, yeah, it's not ex- too expensive to run your own blog if you don't want anything fancy. I just don't because I don't think I'd enjoy it as much if I felt obligated. Yeah. But that's just me. Like, that's a very personal thing. Yeah, and then I pay for the name, the stories net, which was, I think, $17 a year. So it's just stupid cheap all around. And yeah. um, Have you been keeping up with 4.3 at all? Like, are you... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I suck. But I'm like that. I discover games when they come out. And gotcha. when they come out. So, you know, I hear a little bit. I know what I want to transmogrify. Oh god. There's only one thing that I want to transmogrify because I don't believe in putting effort into looking good. But there's one thing that is worth Says the girl who looks amazing every time I see her. Uh, you flatter me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only one item I think in the game that is awesome enough to be transmogrified and it's the hat that drops in Nomergon. I don't know if it still drops there. You oh to. god. At, at the, the end satellite of the satellite. Yes! <laughs> I am transmogrifying that onto my mage because oh, I kept it from when I was you know, level 15. And uh, I, I've kept it the entire time. I actually wore it until I was about level 40. I got so many whispers about that hat. It was awesome. <laughs> I yeah. think I'm too poor for transmogrifying. It sounds really expensive. Like <laughs> I don't even know how much it is, but that that would be worth it. That's yeah, the only I, thing I care about. I'm not going to go back and farm old gear that I've already gotten and sold or if you can't sell it, destroyed. You know, I won't do that, but I will just fucking find that hat. I think I want wings. I know it sounds really... Well, actually, the Tier 13 preset looks really cool, so that would be cool. I need to stop saying cool. Um, so that looks great. Um, I would probably go with Tier 5 or Tier 6. I think the angel wings are great. And I'm a Tauren priest, so they would be really, really big wings. So I would look like a Victoria's Secret model on steroids. It would be cool. Um, so that I was thinking of. And then if I ever get a staff again, I would want the Apostle of Argus because I love that thing, and it never dropped for me, and it was beautiful. And um, so that I would rock the hell out of. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of scoffed at transmogging when it first came out. Even now, I'm kind of like, ugh. But um, I'm not pretty sure. Nice to the current artists. What was that? It's not very nice to the current artists. But it'll oh, be nice to have not everybody look exactly alike. I don't know. I'm kind of. I, I have yet to really see anybody post an idea that's novel, though. Like a lot of the the, the ideas that I'm seeing for what people want to transmogrify themselves as, it's sort of the same. Like, yeah, like a lot of the hunters like the same tier. The priests tend to, tended to like the same tiers. You know, I have yet to really see anything unique. Um, and I, I'm sure I'd like to think I'll be surprised, but for the most part, especially with all the tweets I'm seeing, it's like I see a lot of people looking more of the same than anything else. I kind of like the old Defius set, the original you know, level 10 gold set. <laughs> I think that is pretty cool. I actually got the whole set on one of my characters, on my rogue, actually. And I took a picture of it, and I sold all the pieces. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that set's pretty cool. I'd like uh, to do, like, a dominatrix set, but I have no idea which pieces I'd use. <laughs> I've always wanted to have a dominatrix costume. Well, I think it also makes it more difficult. I think it has to be, I think it has to be your armor type, like a paladin couldn't wear cloth or anything like that. Yeah, which takes away a lot of the enjoyment. Yeah, like, I would love to get the um, the thing from Black Temple that makes you look blind. There's that um, that weird, freaky... Visage? Oh God, it's probably not what it's called. But you know what I mean? Where you look like Illidan, you've got your black eyes. And... I think so. Okay, that looks really cool. Um, yeah, you know things like that. I would totally want to rock. And well, according to um, Rohan from Blessing of Kings, the uh, plate bikini bottoms are selling on the auction house for five thousand gold. I feel so bad. I totally switched paladins. Okay, so there's him. What was his name again? Rohan. Yeah. Okay. I get him and Riddich confused, the prop pally guy. Except for one's holy and the other one's prop. Yeah. So, uh, wait. Okay, so Blessing of Kings is holy. Well, he talks about all the specs, but he's, at least I think he's always been more holy, but he does talk a bit about all the specs. Yeah. Okay, so I left comments on his blog, and he never replied to me. And I, so somebody was talking about Riddich one day on Twitter, and I got the names confused, and I totally, I totally like made him feel bad. I was like, "Oh, so that's the paladin. I can't be bothered to answer his comments." And he was like, "I'm really sorry if I did." He's like, "I'm normally really good about that." And I was like, "Yeah, you should be." And then the more I thought about it, I was like, "Uh oh." Like, so if I, I ever see a bit of that conversation, I didn't understand. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Riddick is super friendly. He talks to everyone." So if he ever, if he is at BlizzCon or if he's listening, I owe him a drink or a hamburger or something. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry I chewed your face off for not replying to my comments. That's the other R palette. <laughs> Mortifying. Um, yeah. So. But anyway, yeah, apparently plate bikini bottoms are selling for over 5,000 gold in the auction house. Which if you, have, so if you have any lying around, get them up on the auction house and easy gold right there. What is the actual name of those? Is it like something of the bear or? I don't know. I, well, back in the day, the original WoW, pretty much all plate on females was bikini style. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Interesting. But that's a plate thing. You know, a clothy couldn't do that. But then I would imagine that we, the cloth version might end up being the uh, those leggings from Hellfire. Maybe those will make a comeback. Maybe. Because there wasn't anything really skanky in cloth until you got to Hellfire, at least that I remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember. 
I just want to level something again. Like, I hate how fast leveling is. Like, it makes me yeah. so sad. Yeah, I've been leveling a priest, and, like, I don't even feel like I've played her, and she's level 26. But, like, with heirlooms and... Like, um heirlooms? <laughs> heirlooms. Okay, I was going to say, Vasca doesn't pronounce his H's. You pronounce them too well. Like, <laughs> Now, when you get um, French-Canadians speaking uh, English, they'll put H's where they're not supposed to be. And they'll get rid of H's that are supposed to be pronounced. Oh, okay. The Newfoundlanders do that, too. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's they, they put hair in their tires and they have air on their head. <laughs> Ew, I just have this image of a tire full of hair. <laughs> yeah, I get that image, too, every time I say that or every time somebody tells me that. Um, what, what was I saying? Oh, yes, leveling. Leveling, yeah, between heirlooms and guilt perks <laughs> i get two levels per instance like that's ridiculous you do two instances you're four levels later and i like when i level i like to get some gathering professions so i can make gold as i go mm-hmm. and just get mats and, and stuff like that and i've been just running around in circles in between dungeons because i level so fast that i can't do quests in the areas so and i'm picking flowers in. now how are you leveling I'm doing a little bit of quests and a little bit of dungeons. I was going to do mostly dungeons, but it just goes too fast. Hmm. And I wanted to see the new zones. I was actually really disappointed at how fast leveling was going in the dungeons, because I'm like, well, I wanted to see all these new changes, but, you know, I can do a dungeon and it takes me half the time. Yeah, I don't know. I just It makes me really sad, um, because, like I said, there are so many zones I wanted to see, and it was all happening so fast. It was like the quests were going from green to gray. I didn't feel like I was in danger of dying. I felt like I could sort of just, you know, stumble my way through things, and things would fall over, and I don't want that. And um, and I tried doing it. Like, I tried, you know, leveling without even a guild, and just, you know, just kind of going at that. And even then it happened so fast. And I was like, Jesus. And um, I don't like that. It makes me really sad. And the saddest part is, is the ones, the levels that go really, really fast are the ones that you want to enjoy. They're the fun mm-hmm. levels. But then when you get to Outlands, it goes right <laughs> down. And, you know, the part that you really wish you never had to see again, mm-hmm. that one takes forever. Yeah, and that makes no sense, especially because they worked so hard to, like, destroy the world, redesign. Yeah, and you just fly through it. You don't even get to see it. And then, like you said, you stumble. When you do start to slow down, it's content you've already seen. Like, you know, you should should be wanting to breeze through Northrend and Outland. You shouldn't have to. Yeah, you should make the lower levels take longer and the higher levels take less time, which I know is against anything any RPG has ever done, but it would just make more sense. Plus, the lower levels are fun because every level something happens. You Mm -hmm. get, ooh, new talent points and you get, ooh, new skill, and you really feel like you're exploring the game, whereas later on you just don't care anymore. It's, it takes longer. It's not as engaging. So the lower levels are when you could stretch it out and be happier. Yeah, so that doesn't make a lot of sense at all. So do we have anything else worth talking about? Um, see anything else? Um, I'm going through Twitter, people who give us ideas or topics. Nipples, gold ratio. (laughs) (laughs) 
that was a joke that I made because some people were, in response to my most recent post, there were a number of people that were boasting that they were close to a million gold or had over a million gold. And my response was, if you have over a million gold, you've obviously never seen a nipple real close before. And some people were like, they were like, you know, let's talk about that. I'm like, oh, I don't think we really could because I'm <laughs> Did those those not count your own nipples? Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay. Because I'm broke, so I would like to think that means I've seen a lot of nipple. Like, I just imagine, like, I, I think what I'm thinking is, like, you can't tell me that you earned that much money and didn't sacrifice something. You know what I mean? Like, there's you're missing out on something if you have all of that money. I, I just can't help but feel that way. You've seen less uh, wow boss nipples. What was that? When you when you spend all your time at the auction house, you're not at waiting, so you know. Yeah, like nipples. even like, I just can't imagine boss that crotches. Right. I mean, I can't imagine that you have much time to do anything else if that's what you're doing. Like I, and I, I would imagine that you can multitask to some degree, but there's still, to me, there's still some elements of sacrifice that's happening there. Yeah. Well, I guess you could say the same thing about raiding or PVP, anything at a higher level. If you're playing the auction house really seriously, yeah, it takes up time that you can't be doing other things. But I guess it goes for pretty much any aspect of the game. I suppose it just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> like it sounds like something's fishy to me. But that's just me. Oh, they probably just see less boss nipples and less <laughs> PVP crotches. I don't know. Maybe they're not spending as much time clicking their light wells as they should. <laughs> it's important to click the light well. It's funny. There was actually a girl on Twitter today who I just recently befriended, and she she's adorable in the fact that she says things that she does not realize are dirty. Like she was doing something, and she's also from the South. So you have you have to imagine her saying these things with this adorable Southern accent. And she was like, you know, my finger hurts from clicking my mouse so much, and <laughs> and some. And I made a comment about clicking the light well, and she was like, I'm one of the few DKs who loves clicking that light well, and like she didn't. Oh God! And I was like, "Honey, I didn't, I didn't mean that light well." And she was like, uh, "What did I stumble into?" And I'm like, and then somebody else caught wind of it, and they were like, "You know, you, you don't know." And, and then I had to explain it to her, and she was like, "Oh!" She was just mortified, and um, yeah, so she didn't know anything about that. But. I tend to do that, although I do it on purpose. Like I'll say something dirty, pretend that I don't know that it's dirty, but I actually do know. I don't know why that amuses me because it probably doesn't amuse anybody else, but. Mine's the opposite. When I'm, like, deadly serious and so not intending to be dirty, somebody will find it dirty. And I'm always like, no, I just, like, there are times when I'm really serious and I'll say something in, like, anger or sadness and people will make a comment. It's like, I didn't mean it that way for once. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, people know better than do that to me. Although I get that once in a while, I'll say something and then they'll be like, oh, it's so cute when you say that. And I'm like, you just crossed the line that you should not cross. I'm actually planning on writing a really sleazy post right before BlizzCon, <laughs> and it's going to be fun. I don't want to spoil it now, but I, it's going to be something I think nobody's ever talked about, and I think it's going to be interesting to hear how people feel about it, and yeah. Well, I look forward to reading it. Yeah, it'll be cool. I just, um, I hope, I'm just trying to word it tastefully, because it's something I can word in a really tawdry way if I want to, but um, I think it's an interesting subject, and I think it's something bloggers can relate to, especially if they're meeting up for the first time, and um, I think it'll be interesting to see if anybody feels the way that I do about it, so. Well, actually, you know what, by the time we get this published... I'll probably have the post out. So I should probably just tell you. Um, I'm going to write a post about, (laughs) is it bad form to sleep with your followers? 
Well, with your followers. Yeah. Like people who listen to your podcast, read your blog, follow you on Twitter, and they approach you in that vein. Like, God, I'm such a fan. You know, I love your site. I love this. And, and I think you're kind of hot, too. Like, do you want to... Do you want to get together sometime? Like, is it bad that if you start, is that something you should even entertain the idea of doing? Like, is, is it taboo? Like, that's what I want to write about. Yeah, well, I think if, you know, if you're both single or you're in open relationships, since, you know, we have a big diversity of people that we know, um, and you're genuinely attracted to each other, then, yeah, why not? Because I have to admit, like, I mean, I've had people, like, you know, flirt with me for a while. And I never really assumed that they were serious. And then once I wrote my coming out post, I just assumed that those people would have lost interest maybe. And and I have to admit that there are people who have continued to, you know, flirt with me and, and you know, express interest even after that. And, and they've been very open about the fact of, you know, we should get together at BlizzCon and we should go get a drink or we should do this. And, and then there's this part of me that's like, is that is that wrong? Like, is that weird? Or like, you know, I don't know. And, and then, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll message you on Skype and then they'll ask what you're doing or what you're wearing. And, you know, it's just like, you know, should I really, is that like shitting where I eat? Like, is that going to come back and haunt me or like, well, you know? it could possibly, well, it's like any hookup. It could break some friendships, but it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, it's part of life. I don't know. I, I just, I don't but know. But then, then not very many people hit on me and, Usually when they do, I'm kind of like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I do wonder how other people handle it. So I do plan on writing a post about, you know, if it's okay to mix business and pleasure and, and things well, like that. Well, to me, blogging and Twittering and talking about WoW isn't business. To me, that's fun. And if I find somebody who shares that and that I'm attracted to, which is... Um, that's, that's a lot but to it's not the for. sharing it. It's the, it's the fact that they listen. Like there are people who may not do what we do, but they only know us through these things. Like when somebody approaches you, like let's say somebody approached you at BlizzCon that you'd never met before, and they start off talking to you with, "I read your blog all the time, and I love your show, and I love your tweets, and you're so funny." And they just it, they just indicate that they follow you so much. And you know, is that weird? Like to me, it, it almost seems like play misty for me. Like you know, like some poor soul is just you know whacking off listening to our podcast you know <laughs> you know like you don't know i just i just imagine it being kind of weird like this person Hi. only they only know me from these avenues they don't really know me and based on these avenues they've determined that they have interest in me Is yeah i guess weird like i guess i do get a little bit i find it a little bit weird because when i meet people i'm very personal when i write <laughs> and i get people who know me a lot more than i know them like, i've never spoken to them if i don't know the least thing about them and they know a lot about me and they think also think they know a lot about me, so there's kind of an unbalance there, which is weird. But then I don't really have people hitting on me either. I'm probably okay. the least sexy blogger out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really attract that kind of attention much. And yeah. on the rare chance that I do, I'm kind of like, yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just but the that, fact that's just how I am. But you know, if I, you know, if someone did come up to me and was like, oh, I love your blog, I love you so much, and like, and I was attracted to them, then sure, why not? But okay. we do, well, if you bring boys back to our hotel room, you have to check. <laughs> yeah, I did have, I, I, I did. I myself, you know, feeling lonely <laughs> while you're, you're, you know, shagging it up in the bed next to me. Who does it in beds anymore? Beds are for amateurs. Come on. What do you I'd be in the stairwell or somewhere tasteful. Oh, know? yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, I'm very if considerate. Back to the room you have to share, but if you're <laughs> not, that's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> It's going to be like the Jersey Shore, but with geeks. It'll be great. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> I, I have to admit, though, I am bringing some skanky things with me just in case I do get lucky. So You've heard it here first. <laughs> I will be prepared. You, you heard. Yeah, and I am not bringing <laughs> so. No. And that's how it'll turn out, though. It'll turn out that I come prepared for a good time, get nothing. You show up being your immediately glamorous self without any effort, and you're, like, drowning in, you know, attention. I doubt it. I didn't get any attention last year. I don't really expect to get any this <laughs> I don't know. I just see it going. My, my male gillies got more attention than I did last year. <laughs> Ow. Hmm. That's okay. I, I I don't go there looking for attention. I, I've seen those gentlemen, so I'm really kind of confused how that works. I know, right? Maybe it was just from each other. I don't know. Oh, that's kind of hot. <laughs> kind of brings me meaning to the word conquest. You know, <laughs> winner takes all. Listeners to this show. <laughs> what? Oh, none of them listen to the show. <laughs> They're gonna be like, so you said I was banging my roomies. And we're like, yes, yes, we. <laughs> I'd like a little, I mean, I'd like a little bit of, you know, I'd like to maybe get an affectionate grab or a lingering hug. You know, I'm not saying I necessarily need, you know, a nasty good time. But, you know, I, I think a little positive, you know, <laughs> positive something would be nice. So, although I'm very sad Derevka will not be there this year. Aw. Yeah, I Wait, was. Did you have to work? Or? I believe so. Um, I was, God, I would have. I wouldn't have left until I had his cheeks in my hands, and I don't mean his <laughs> facial cheeks. And he's a beautiful man. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him. Oh my God! It's his, it, it sometimes is his Twitter avatar. Yeah, he's actually small, like Twitter avatars. You can't see anything there. He's actually my new Facebook friend. Ooh. Oh yes, I died a little bit inside. I was like, it was, yeah, he That's doesn't. Gonna that. go peep him right now off your Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, he's a cutie. I, I do adore the Derevka. Can you find him? I don't think so, actually. Okay, I'll type in the name because I don't want to air it out publicly. I know, I know his name. Okay. He's one of my recent friends. Yeah, that's okay. I'm he's sure a cutie. That. I got nothing else. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty good. And I'm uh, After BlizzCon, I'm traveling quite a bit, so if you're any listeners who are in the cities that I'm going to, if you guys want to hang out, go for beers or something. I'm going to be in Phoenix, El Paso, San Antonio, and New Orleans. El Paso? Yeah. You said Paso. Paso? <laughs> Is that how you say it? Oh, you were getting a little Latin with it. It's El Paso, but if you want to get ethnic and say Paso, you can. El Paso. <laughs> Paso. Do you know what I'm saying, Mommy? Yeah, we can do that. Paso. <laughs> Take your heirlooms to El Paso and have a great taste. <laughs> So the next show, we have a guest. Do we? We do? Uh, we should. We okay. Should. He's an awesome guest. Yeah, um, I was very excited. I've been uh, trying to get him for a long time. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never actually met him before, so I, I look forward to seeing if he lives up to what I imagine him to yeah. be. Yeah, it's <laughs> – yeah, well, I, I, I'm saying, yeah, I've been trying to get him for a really long time, but I, I actually didn't have the guts to ask him until, like, last week. And then we couldn't find a time that worked, which is – what led to us just saying, hey, let's just hang out and have a no-guest show. Um, we're supposed to record the day before we leave for BlizzCon, so I don't know when we'll have it up. But we've had a lot of requests for casual rating uh-huh. um, because we talked a lot about more of the, you know, the more serious side of rating. And we're both pretty competitive ourselves. 
low, I'm in a casual guild, and so I know really good casual guild leader. Well, he's not really a guild leader, he's a raid leader. And uh, so I said, uh, you want to come on the show? And he said, yes, so we should have a uh, next episode on uh, casual raid leading. And his name is Thespius, by the way. You may or may not know him. Yeah, so, raid yeah. I think it's cool. I think it'll be cool. Formerly of Royal Amaticus. Yeah, I think it's cool that we're actually tackling the casual hardcore thing. I think that should, I, I'd like to cover that at some point because I know people are going to be dying to hear about that. Yeah, it's touchy because casual and hardcore don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, you know, my blog readers all know that, you know, Thespius is my raid leader. And, uh, so, and we're, you know, we're pretty much as casual. Well, I would say we are as casual as it gets, but, you know, there's guilds that are way more casual than we are. But, you know, we don't raid very much. When we do, it's pretty laid back. And, uh, there's, it, it's fairly unique. There's challenges that come with that. And it's not the same as leading a group of people that when someone is a bad play, you can just kick them. You know, there's, you can't do that in a, a, a guild that's not as focused on progression. So it, it brings a whole lot of unique challenges and uh, approaches. So I, we can talk about that, and uh, I'm sure he'll have lots to say about it. And I know we have a lot of listeners who are in casual guilds and who'd love to get some chicken soup for their souls. So, um, hey, that would be a great title for the episode, Chicken Soup for the Casual Soul. There we go. <laughs> Our title already. You just the yeah, hardest part coming up with the title. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm uploading the podcast. I need a title now, and then you don't like any of mine. So I'm like, well, come up with one. Hurry up. <laughs> oh, that's genius. I actually have to write that down. <laughs> so, so other than that, I think we're done for tonight. Yeah, we've uh, we've uh, chatted and uh, yapped for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was. It's fun. Yes. Yep. So I will see you on the 19th. Yes. yes. It's when we record. Um, yeah, the day before BlizzCon. Yeah, and we will see each other in person on the 20th. What, t- <laughs> what time are you coming in? Uh, my flight arrives, I want to say, 4 in the afternoon. Um, and Juvenate offered to pick me up. Oh, so. okay. where were you? Are you coming into LAX? or John Wayne. Okay, that's where I'm coming yeah. in, too, but I'm coming in at 1, so. Yeah, and I didn't have anybody offer to pick me up, so I will be taking I the thought p- he offered to pick you up. Uh, no, he offered to pick you up, not me. Or maybe he offered to pick both of us up, but it would Yeah, I'm almost positive it was for both of us. Like, I don't... Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe we can ask him. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Otherwise, everybody. Yeah, and have a great... Uh, until next time. Yeah. yeah Bye. Happy BlizzCon. Bye. Bond. James Bond. Yeah.